This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Shore-Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore-Parks. Today is Saturday, December 10th, and this is the Best Football Show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button and hit that auto-subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, still waiting for some of those fire NFL takes, any player, any team, five-star review, and I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. For today's podcast, I feel like we've spent the last few uh, weeks, really the last two weeks, talking about the best teams in the NFL, the best uh, head coaches, the MVP, you know, who's the favorite in the NFC, who's the favorite in the AFC. But the reality is, as there has been actually a lot of good football this year, there's also been a lot of bad football. I think when you look around the league, it's kind of top-heavy, and then there's a bunch of teams in the middle, a bunch of teams that on any given day could win. But there is still that bottom half, there, or that, that bottom section, that section of teams that other teams hope to play, that section of teams that are already thinking about 2023. And that section of teams that, let's be honest, have terrible head coaches. Because as much as there's some great head coaches in this league, you know, uh, just tons of them. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Nick Sirianni, like great head coaches. Uh, Mike McDaniels looks like a great head coach. Kevin O'Connell looks like a great head coach. Like there are really good coaches in this league. There's been some trash coaching this this year too. So for today's podcast, I want to talk about who I think are the three worst head coaches in the NFL. The three head coaches that if you said to me, Elliot, would you want this guy to to uh, to, uh, to coach your team? I would sell before I would have them as my head coach. Now, I will say this. Had I made this list about three weeks ago, there is no question that Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions, would have been on it. But I'm going to give him credit. I'm going to put my hands up. I was wrong about him. He might he might be a good head coach. You look at what the Lions have done recently. The fact their offense is playing so well. The fact that they have rebounded from last year. The fact that they really rebounded from a poor start this year. I used to make a joke that, you know, Dan Campbell's great at everything but winning games. Well, they're winning games now, and I give him credit for uh, pushing through and having that team in a good situation. So is it possible that some of these coaches could end up off the list? Absolutely. But for right now, here would be my three head coaches that I think are the worst in the NFL. Number one, Nathaniel Hackett. 
I think there's really no disputing it at this point. I held on earlier in the year. I liked his resume coming to the Broncos. I do like the Broncos skill position players. I thought Russell Wilson was going to be good. And just from my experiences with Nathaniel Hackett, I've been impressed by him. But there's no more holding on to hope anymore. Nathaniel Hackett is going to be fired by the Broncos. There is no chance they're going to bring him back. He might not even finish the season there. At this point, he might just finish it out just out of like the kindness of the owner's, the owner's heart. But when you factor in that they have a new owner, didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett, it's been a complete disaster. They can't go into next year with Hackett and Russell Wilson. Hackett's going to be fired. And let's be honest, he deserves it. Like I understand giving coaches time. Again, Dan Campbell has rebounded. I'm here in Philadelphia where I've seen Nick Sirianni go from, you know, somebody people made fun of last year to having the team with the best uh, record in the NFL. So people can people can adjust. People deserve time on the job to get better at it. But in the NFL, that doesn't happen and happen really often. And Hackett has given the Broncos almost no reason to think this thing could turn around. The Broncos are 27th in yards. So an offensive head coach is having a ton of trouble getting his offense go up and down the field. 32nd in points. I mean, they're averaging just 13.8 points per game, less than two touchdowns. And to put that into perspective as to how few points that is, eight teams average more than that in the first half alone. So eight teams are scoring more points in the first two quarters than the Broncos are scoring in the entire game. I mean, that's just absolutely pathetic. And while Russell Wilson might not be the quarterback he used to be, there's no way he's this bad. There's no way with Jerry Judy, Cortland, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, like they have talent on that offense. There is no way the offense should be this bad. So Nathaniel Hackett has to be up there. If not, I think he's done the worst head coaching job in the NFL this year without question. Is he the absolute worst? Look, maybe guys with more experience, we're going to get into somebody in a minute that could be in that discussion. But at the end of the day, when you talk about what coach has done the worst job for his team this year, I think it has to be Nathaniel Hackett. And I'd be stunned if he's back next year with the Broncos. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The second one for me would be Josh McDaniels of the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, everybody got a chance firsthand uh, on Thursday night to see why he's such a terrible head coach. The Raiders were up 16-3 to late in that fourth quarter. They're facing a Rams team that was basically playing all backups. Their quarterback, Baker Mayfield, was only signed by the team less than 48 hours ago. I don't even think he got a full practice with the team. He'd basically just been studying the playbook for two days. And what did he do? He ran a two-minute drill at the end with backup receivers against a Raiders team that has been playing together all year and went right down the field 98 yards for the game-winning touchdown. I mean, that is absolutely pathetic if you're the Raiders. And I understand that Josh McDaniels is an offensive head coach. I know he's not the defensive coordinator, but he is the head coach. He's responsible for everything that happens there. And the Raiders this year have been historic at blowing leads. And there is no better way to look at a bad head coach than a bad head coach that blows leads. I mean, blowing a lead is all about game management. It's what you call. It's what type of defense you call. It's how you manage the clock. And Josh McDaniels has been absolutely horrendous at it this year. The Raiders are 0-4 this season when leading by double digits at halftime. That's unbelievable. 
The fact that they're getting these leads does speak highly of McDaniels, but the fact that they're blowing them consistently is unbelievable. They're the first team since 1930 to lose at least four times in a season when leading by double digits. I mean, they've blown four leads this year of 13-plus points. They've been almost up two touchdowns in four games this year, and they've lost four of them. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievably bad coaching, and it's not just Las Vegas. You look at what he's done. He's 16-25 and in his career. He's never had a winning season. The best he did was 8-8 eight and eight with the Broncos that one year. But outside of that, he's never finished a year with a winning record. Doesn't seem like he's going to do it this year. And it's not like he doesn't have talent there. Derek Carr, I think, is a talented quarterback. They obviously have Devontae Adams. And the craziest thing, too, about them blowing all, this lead, all these leads is they have Josh Jacobs, who's been arguably the best running back in the NFL this year. So you have a running game that you can count on late in games to hold these leads. So the fact that they are blowing these leads so much, combined with the fact that you know he's just never really been a good coach anywhere else he's been, Josh McDaniels, for me, would be the number two worst coach in the NFL right now. All right, the third guy I would say, and to be honest, like he might be number one for me in a lot of ways just because it's frustrating how bad he is. Cliff Kingsbury of the Arizona Cardinals. Here's a guy that came in. He was supposed to be an exciting new head coach, a young guy, fresh ideas, like Sean McVay type of head coach. Maybe we should say now Nick Sirianni type of head coach. This guy is 28 and 32 in his time with the Cardinals. He's gone 5 and 10, 4 and 8, 8 and 8. He had one good year where they finished 11 and 6. They started that year 10 and 2. It looks like they put it together. They then proceeded to lose 5 of 6 and get absolutely smacked in the playoffs 34 to 11. Here's a head coach that has had Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz before he got hurt. All types of talent on that offense, right? All types of top picks on that defense. And they've been unable to string together wins. I mean, again, five and 10, four and eight, eight and eight. There was supposed to be promise with him as head coach. There was supposed to be an exciting new offense. Well, guess what? They've never had a top 10 offense under Cliff Kingsbury. If you're not going to bring a top 10 offense and you're not going to make the most of Kyler Murray and you're not going to win games on defense, what are you doing there? Like, why are you still there? Why is there still this perception of you that you're this, you know, good young coach? Kingsbury uh, Kingsbury has not turned into that. He's been a complete disappointment. The Cardinals really need to move on from him. It wouldn't completely shock me if they did it this offseason. I think it would be a smart move for them. But there's something about him where I think there's still this perception that he has upside. But they just don't. He's not been a good head coach with Arizona. They're never going to win with him as his head coach as the head coach. And as much as you know, Kyler Murray at times does get ripped. You know, not to mention, I would love to know Kingsbury's uh, involvement in that homework clause that was in Kyler Murray's deal that was allowed to get public. But regardless, Kyler Murray, at the end of the day, has a ton of potential. It has not all gone together, but he has the raw ability to be a great quarterback. And it's not hap- happening under Kingsbury. So if I'm the Arizona Cardinals, I'd seriously consider moving on from him. And if I'm the NFL owner of any of these teams, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Cardinals, I'm looking for a new head coach this offseason because these three guys are not getting the job done. There's no reason to think it'll be better next year. And I think they've been three of the worst head coaches in the NFL this year. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review with your best take and I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of podcast. So thank you guys again for listening and I'll talk to you on next time. Talk to you guys next time.